What's good, Internet? And welcome to session 91 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I am your prince and heir to the sands of time, Alex Arona. With me this week, as always, is my trusted compatriot and all-around heroic Joel DeWitt. What's good, Joel? I've got 99 problems and a prince ain't one. Uh, if you have a dad that lets us go back in time, I've got some ideas. Sorry, good buddy. I can only hop back a few minutes at a time. Did you see the movie with Jake Gyllenhaal? Is it Gyllenhaal or Gyllenhaal? I thought it was Gyllenhaal. It might be Gyllenhaal. I'm generally wrong about these things. You see that movie? That movie wasn't bad. <laughs> I've heard it both ways. <laughs> it's not the worst movie. It's not the best one either. Anyway, also with us is Enemy of the Throne, Eric Getty Gettinger. Stay away, Getty. I don't see what the problem is here, Alex. Uh, podcast has never been a monarchy. You made it. Bow before way. me, plebe! <clears throat> I mean, I meant, uh, this week we get all running and punchy with the early adopters, get some pre and post Thanksgiving news, and then we get all gothic in the backlog blog. But first, early adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and games that are basically becoming a stalker on social media. That one. That, that's true. Right, the first game we played this week is The Pizza Situation. The Pizza Situation is... Uh, you guys have not... I, I assume you guys have not played Hypnospace Outlaw. Have you guys played that? No. No, I have not. You're making and... up titles now. <laughs> no, it is on Game Pass. Hyp- Hypnospace Outlaw is a game where you are a, a cop and, when the inter- and the internet is the 90s and you have to go through these websites and kind of pick infractions. On a, on a 90s style internet, Netscape, etc. But this is kind of, this rem, it reminds me of that with the Peach situation. You have a fake Facebook. You have a, you know, you have all of the, the, the newsletters. You have the campus website. You have text or IM messaging. And you will use all of this information to social engineer yourself into scenarios. Also, I love the squeaking. Okay, I, is that on your end? Yes, it's on <laughs> yeah. my end. He is going ham right now. I even turned off the volume and I was like, hey, can, can you try and stop him? It's not going to happen. So you get dogs squeaking note, a ball. Is it River or Rivers? River. I wanted to, I wanted to rename him Rivers, but uh-huh. it's okay. What are you going to do? Okay. Uh, Joel, what did you think of the pizza situation? If this is anything like Hypnospace Outlaw is, I don't think I want to play Hypnospace Outlaw. I second um, that, Joel. I bounced <laughs> so hard off of this. I think I spent an hour like trying to figure out what to do, and I, I really wanted to like it. But I just kept like, all right, now I have this open. Do I copy this? Do I try and send this information? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it was basically just life and social media, and I did not. <laughs> I am not good at that. It, yeah, I I think so. I think it has some good ideas. Uh, one of the biggest problems I had was that I found it impossible to minimize all the different screens. And, and there were times where I wanted to be able to like have half my screen have one of the windows and the other half have the other half of the window, so I could compare and like quickly drag and drop. And some of these windows, like even if you pick the you know, minimize button and try to recenter it or change it, it would automatically go back to popping up full screen. So, like, it, it creates situations where I would have to have, like, everything open and then select one by one stuff to try to poke at and look at. Um, the, the actual premise is silly, fun stuff. I, I think that it works in the context of that if you're going to try to do a more modern, like, young guy take on it compared to him no space mm. outlaw uh but uh it wasn't i mean the idea wasn't bad the whole idea of like you have these objectives which is like the objective is to stop this girl from taking your pizza at a future party yep right yep. <laughs> and, and by doing so like in doing so you're, you're trying to like look up on social media this girl uh, look at the university's social media page to find out her name, uh, approaching her, and then like trying to make an excuse of why you know her. <laughs> and, yep. and, and I got to the part where you're getting the, the former boyfriend or the friend-zoned guy uh, yep. to try to get 
her attention and like that that's i got to the end point of that and that's sort of where i stopped but like the writing's funny for this thing and the the humor's all there and and when you got to the end of the ex-boyfriend's sequence there was this like crazy uh, splash screen about like uh, con- i don't know if it's a controversial moment or uh what exactly but the flash point was like oh him obsessing over her to the point where he's posting stuff on social media about how i love you and miss you and she's like blocking him and then the next objective was okay you need to find out where her dorm hall is so he can approach and accost her there <laughs> yeah <laughs> that i was like that may be true to form but that's unfortunate <laughs> yeah we're helping that out yeah it gets kind of creepy further down but uh, what stood out to me was the art style. It being very, you know, it almost reminded me of like Doug, Doug the cartoon, yeah. just the way the cartoon yeah, I characters could see looked. That. It was really smooth, really crisp. The way they just, they created the characters, the way their look is, the way they they kind of develop the world. Because each of you have your own Facebook, and there's these fake posts by these characters that you can read through all of their posts and. So you could tell, like, this person's kind of a hipster. This person's kind of a bigot. This person, you know, in your character you could see is kind of too cool for school. All he cares about is pizza and wants to, like, review pizza. And you can see mm-hmm. all of his reviews on the pizzas that he's had. It just, it, it fills out a world pretty well. And that's that's what felt real to me. It felt like I was watching someone's Facebook, you know, and just... Yeah, that's all. It just it, it, that kind of stuck out to me as something that was well designed, being able to see the real world reflected in that. Yeah, I I, I think that it felt authentic, like in in this bubble of a video game, like the the conversations felt like true characters. They, it's not that situation where you feel like somebody's writing a character as a kid, a teenager that doesn't feel like a teenager would talk, you know? Yeah, um, but. But yeah, I, I think just the format of this isn't quite for me. Or at least I'm I'm not in the right mood for something like this right now. Because it feels like a, feels like a uh, one of those Where's Waldo kind of things where you're kind of scouring the background of things trying to find the clue that uh, fits the puzzle. And uh, I, I think I'm just not in the right mindset for that right now. Makes sense. Makes sense. And Getty. Yeah, this one you kind of bounced you bounced hard off of just because you didn't you didn't know where to kind of look for next. I so as Joel described, it's very in depth. It's very detailed. I think I I went through all of the pizza reviews that he wrote <laughs> in his his fake Facebook. What I needed was probably more of a tutorial on how to do more because I I was giving it a fair chance. I went through. I was reading. Um, and then, of course, I went and did the internet troll thing like anybody else would do. And I started posting, like, ridiculous pictures and inappropriate <laughs> stuff on the wall of the school's Facebook or Twitter, whatever it was. Um, yeah. None of my stuff got posted. I don't know why. I thought that a picture of me with my cousins and the caption, like, man genitalia stuck in car, uh, I thought that was fine. Nobody yeah. else thought it was okay. Screw this game. I'm doing the parlor. I mean, <laughs> yeah. No, no. I, they just had that data breach. I, uh, yeah. Did you, did you know they gave social security numbers to that website? You have to give social security numbers to apply for an account on that place. That's insane. Who does that? <laughs> there was a, I have a friend that left Facebook and be like, Psh, F Facebook. That's too corrupt. I'm going to parlor. And I was like, well, okay. Whoops. 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 <laughs> Anyway, so so Getty, you you what I found was that the game is very contextual. It wants you to do very specific things. I know I noticed that when in conversations they they was like, "Okay, you need to you need to convince them to do something." And I tried everything. I was sending them pictures, I was sending them uh, very specific locations. I was doing everything and and all of their responses were just the same. Excuse me, sorry, I'm busy. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. wasn't until you had the right context message that the, the they would respond so i think that the game is looking for something very specific it doesn't feel very free form uh, i did the when you download this game from their itch.io 
they give you a guide if you want it. Okay. And the guide does, by breaking it down what the game is looking for, it at least does show that, oh, here, you could do this one, or you could do B, A or B. And A or B both give you the same result. You could just pick how you do it. So there is a little bit of open-endedness, but I did feel like the game wanted you to do something specific and doesn't reward fucking around. Yeah, I, I I think that's probably part of my problem though. Like uh, the the IM sections of it feel like a text adventure in some ways because they they've got the kind of standard wrote five different phrases like hello yes no I can help you with that and then like an I don't know thing and, and like you said for some of the chats you have to search for the right context clue to lead him in, which is like how you found out that girl, you know, she says, how do I know you? And then you look on the school's page and you see a photo of her and be like, we go to the same school together. <laughs> and yeah, I, I just, uh, it, it feels one of the, it's one of those things where like, you have to respond in the right order of operation to get it to move forward. And th- that's the, I mean, like those old adventure games, it, it just doesn't jive with me the way that it does with some people. I I play the, these are games that I play kind of with a guide just because I want to see what they wrote. I want to see mm. what the story is. I want to see what they're doing with it. And it's, it's just more of like an interactive story. In this case, I think that I might follow up with Pizza Situation just because I'm very curious where it goes. Uh, especially uh, considering I thought the music was kind of rad. It was like a sure. cool, like hip beats background that was kind of mellow while I was playing. And I kind of felt found it was catchy. So. I think I'll probably keep following up with Pizza Situation as it develops. Yeah. I maybe if I used the guide, I would have delved deeper into it, but or you would have run with it. No, no, I liked the, I think you should use the music as the segue into the next game. Okay. Run with it. <laughs> Try not to trip up Alex. Oh god. Well, the le- the next game we played was Running Rogue. Getty, you lead the way on this one because you you texted me. You were pretty pumped on this one. I like to call this game Runny Punchy. <laughs> and about if, you, if you played it, you would completely understand. So Running Rogue, it's very straightforward. Uh, first person, it's platforming in... Uh, what was the game that we played a couple of months ago? Was it like Ghost Ninja or something? Ghost Runner. Those lines? Ghost Runner. Ghost yeah. Runner. So same kind of thing uh, that that brought to the table, except this one is a lot more hands-on in the way that you can punch everything and even ghosts which got me real fired up because there's nothing like (laughs) punching a ghost square in the face uh yeah it's very short demo so if you got steam i highly recommend that you go on there and you try and see how fast you can make it through the game definitely rewards your your ability to move quickly but uh the enemies in it are so visually it has kind of a kind of a blockiness to it. It's not as crisp and clean as uh, as you would think, or maybe maybe you wouldn't think that way. But either way, uh, runny punchy, go punch some ghosts. <laughs> I, I did like the whole effect of so like the checkpoints are basically these doors that you punch through to open up the next section yeah but the sections aren't there when you start it or all sort of assembles together in front of you before you can move on to the next phase so that was a nice touch uh i don't know about you guys but i i had a weirdly about of motion sickness with this game uh mm, that didn't I, hit me really? I, I, I don't i don't know why but the whole like i guess it was probably the part of like having to jump over structures sometimes ah. and the movement of that kind of is a little bit too jittery for me but i i'm not usually one that be struck by motion sickness but like that that left me queasy for a while it was it was a strange sensation well no you know what i can i definitely thought that i would but i, I didn't but I, I definitely thought i would because getty sent us a text that said hey if we're playing this this week see how fast and post your times because mm. I want, I just wanted to make it a fun race. And after that, I was like, okay, I was playing through it, just you know, messing around. And then I was like, oh snap, okay, restart, book it. I'm not even looking. My head is looking to the right, but I'm just running forward, punching whatever, because I'm just looking to the right where I have to go next. Yeah. And my head was just like jarring up, down, left, right. I was just like 
out of control booking it. Mm-hmm. So I could see that you could yeah, be getting sick, especially is, if you're like looking one way and running another, then making fast head turns and stuff like that. You can definitely yeah. make it through pretty quickly, but the the doors that Joel mentions, at some points you actually have to kill or punch a, a big skeleton monster in the face yep. until it it unlocks the door so that you can punch it. There's a lot of punching going on. So what were your times? Mine was 2.39, 2 minutes and 39 seconds. Mine was 2.59. <laughs> See, when yours? you get to the end... Five and a half. Five and a half? Five and a half. All right. But when you get to the end room, uh, and every time that I got to the end room, there's just a bunch of skeletons that are dancing. I'm not yep. going to let them dance. I have to punch them in the face. If See, I, I option, let everybody dance unless you need, unless you were required to die. I was like ghosts that were shooting at me. I was sliding underneath them. Punch them in the I face. Was jumping, I was jumping across paths because you have a dash, and I was jumping, dashing to get like to. They was like, "Oh, here you're supposed to jump over these three steps. F that, jump, dash across this giant gap, and make it." Mm-hmm. Doing that, slide yeah, is good. I did. Yeah, I did like the really slide good. in this game. The, the, that's some good it, wall it, running too. Yeah, the wall yeah. running was good. And, and the they, slide they, was was curious though because it didn't matter. You could be standing still. You hit the slide button. You're going. You just like mm-hmm. went. It just like okay, you're going ten miles an hour. Let's go. So, uh, that was running rogue, Getty. I'm so pumped that you uh, enjoyed the the ghost punching. Uh, how about we punch a few more ghosts? I think that if we take a break right now, we can do at least four to five runs. What do you think? Let's do it. Let's go. We'll be right back. out of 14k dps with dual wielding daggers tell me that doesn't that makes you want to drop your outer garments that's hot that's real hot yeah i know exactly that's that's very that's a very sexual like that's that seems like a lot of dps to me like jewel Mm. you got me going here Mm. alex just crit his pants (laughs) i just crit my pants okay first piece of news Mila jo- God damn it, Joel. Mila Jovovich <laughs> coming to Monster Hunter World. Uh, we talked about this earlier. It's kind of bad. I'm not pumped about this. Uh, yeah, I didn't lose are. a bet to myself. I, I don't owe anybody an Xbox One or a Kickspin 360. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Xbox One X Kickspin 360X. That's the new generation oh. of Microsoft console. Is it the new generation? We're currently in a new... We're, Getty, we're playing old generation. Yeah, this is we, new- we're technically in current gen now. Yeah, we're, no, we're not. We're not in current gen, Joel. We just the, spent ten minutes world, at a Walmart website. Is frozen. In current gen. A tiny <laughs> sliver. The the one percent of gamers are in current gen. Yeah. <laughs> that Walmart website crashed so fast. Uh, okay, I'm not opposed to this because Monster Hunter World has already so much wacky. Joel, have I told have I told you all about the wacky Monster Hunter World DLC? I know there's Mega Man. I know there is Street Fighter no. ones. Um, there's there's hunts with uh, Geralt from uh, Geralt from Witcher, mm-hmm. and you don't. He doesn't help you. You play as him. Hmm. There okay. is Final Fantasy fourteen raids where it's just you fighting monsters from Final Fantasy fourteen, but it does like the music and the soundtrack and the intro mission start and end. Yeah, yeah. So it, there's a lot of cool stuff there. Yeah, I, I gotta give credit to. Capcom. I mean, they should with how successful this game is, but they've really supported it in a, a really quality way. Like, you want to talk about best ongoing game. Was this even on the list for the I Game Awards? Didn't see it. I don't. I don't think. But so. But I also think it came out last year. But ongoing game. Yeah, the ongoing game award thing had like Rainbow Six Siege. It had Destiny. It had. Uh, oh yeah, then. It didn't have Warframe. Didn't have Warframe. That's fucked Sorry, up. Sorry, Alex. Warframe's yeah. been amazing. I'll take your word for it. So, speaking of Capcom, speaking of Capcom, there's a Capcom leak, Joel, with Street Fighter Six, And guess what? Super Street Fighter Six. Also, 
Ultra Street Fighter 6. Super Ultra Mega Street Fighter? Mm-hmm. 6. I think I... Capcom broke me on Street Fighter. The... Well, it's funnier. My brother was really big into Capcom and everything Capcom. That's how I got raised, uh, playing Capcom games with him. Hmm. And uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, he bought it, and that was when they had all the characters on disc, but you had to pay extra money to get them unlocked. Yep. That broke him. So I told him about this story, and he just sent me uh, four four letters in a word, F-U-C-K, and then Capcom. <laughs> <laughs> One by one, it was five separate texts. <laughs> you, you know, if they would just keep porting Marvel versus Capcom to to each current gen console, that that would probably be enough for me at this point. I it, it I I liked Street Fighter Five in spite of all its problems because I mostly just played online versus anyway. But yeah, it, it's their their whole model of fighter sort of broke me on it. And the thing is. I I only play as Ryu half the time anyway, and so it's just I don't know. I've moved on to greener pastures. That's Sorry, Capcom. So vanilla of you, Joel. Well, the greener pastures is Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yep, that and uh, probably Guilty Deer. I I think I'm bought in on Guilty Deer this next Same. one. But, Same. Same. Uh, in it with you. Yeah, I, uh, I just yeah. You're right. It is vanilla, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I won't deny that. And guess what? When I first started playing Smash Brothers, guess who I played as? Mario. Yes. <laughs> nah, I like your. You know, funny enough, Kirby I played Ryu. Mm-hmm. Funny, funny enough, I played Ryu in uh, uh, Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he he is a neat character in Smash Brothers. I never got good at it, but it was neat that you could actually do the button inputs to do his moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of. Marvel vs. Capcom, Joel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. Are you familiar with Michael B. Jordan and his work? I am. Uh... He was the villain in Black Panther. Okay, yes. Okay. And he's yeah. been in several other things, including uh, Creed and Creed 2. Uh, he wants Marvel vs. Capcom 2 and PS5. Hey, me too, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, he can be the ambassador for that. <laughs> I don't know. He's the ambassador of a lot of things weird and nerdy. And mm-hmm. I don't like it. Doesn't necessarily sell me that he's a nerd. Just sells me that he picks really, really interesting contracts. They did a coach, you know, coach purses and keychains mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Naruto yeah. line. They did a coach crossover with Naruto, promoted by uh, Michael B. Jordan. Yep. That strange. Awesome. I'll send Very you. A, I'll send you a link to that commercial. It's it's awesome. They had tote bags <laughs> that were like sixty bucks. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. and like it's all expensive. Yeah, it is a coach. Yeah, so it was like, oh, here's a key, uh, Naruto keychain that's like you know forty five dollars. It's like mm-hmm. nope, mm-hmm. but Michael B. I, Jordan's I mean, cool. I, I know the anime integration into more common stuff is happening. I, there was like a whole Vans uh, crossover with like Dragon Ball, wasn't there? It was uh, primitive like skateboards. That. Oh, okay, all right. But yes, 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 yes. Uh, okay, moving along in the news. Uh, I'm having fun. Uh, the drinks are helping. Marvel Combat 11 getting skins based on the original MK movie, uh, which will also include original voice actors. You know, I'm surprised that it took this long for this to happen. You, you know, I I have not played a Mortal Combat game probably since 4, at least seriously. I I get the sense based on the trailers and stuff for these games that they're very self-serious in its mm-hmm. presentation, which yeah. might have been why they didn't want to go into the the sort of meta self-referential, uh, poking fun at oneself kind of stuff. Because that that movie is hokey. It's hokey as hell. Like I I enjoy it. I wouldn't complain about watching it again, but it is silly '90s hokeyness. All right, Joel, and, uh, brass tacks here. Do you yeah. go with the Mortal Kombat movie or the Street Fighter movie? Mortal Kombat. Ooh, there you go. Me Mortal too. Kombat. Really? No, no question. No. That's why wow. I'm with Alex on this one. It seems like this is an easy cash grab. Why wouldn't you do it before? Because they're I making mean, money hand I'm... over fist. <laughs> I don't... And they're getting all those cool licenses for their characters already. And You're talking and, to uh... a prominent, prominent 
Street Fighter the movie player. Right here. This guy. He's, you're talking the about game? the game. Yes. They have it at Galloping Ghost. I know, and I play it every time. <laughs> it's true. It's so I've seen it. That's so bad. It is it is just dreadful. Oh man. Jean Claude Van Damme, Raul Julia. Oh <laughs> man. See, I, I would I would watch the Mortal Kombat movie over the Street Fighter movie any day of the week, but I would play a Street Fighter game over a Mortal Kombat game any day of the week. See, you know, I still like I I still kinda like the Street Fighter movie. Sorry. Sorry, sorry guys. Sorry. Sorry everybody. Sorry. Yeah, sorry everybody. That's, that's a, a bad take. <laughs> well, uh, next piece of news, Phil Spencer suggests Xbox apps could come to TVs by next year. This just goes along with my thoughts. Get Game Pass. Game Pass is really good, guys. Game Pass is really good. I just what's the point in owning an Xbox? They uh yeah. Well, We're I mean, in the other all part- streaming all streaming future, and uh, you know, thank God for that uh, internet in my neighborhood. Oh wait, no, no, <laughs> got Mediacom. They suck. <laughs> Bad. Well, well, I mean, for me, I've it's been particularly slow this week, so I've been watching a lot of streaming, and I hit my data cap. <laughs> you guys got your data caps back again? Uh, yeah, apparently. Apparently, mm-hmm. uh, so. Uh, speaking of uh, Xbox, it also goes to say that uh, apparently the Xbox Series S does not support ray tracing, nor will it ever. I mean, it was it was the budget box, right? I, yeah. I mean, I I think is it more powerful than the S, the Xbox One S? Well, though, uh, I I think so. Yeah, I th- I thought so too, but I wasn't sure. Like the, but that's I don't even think it does 4K, so I kind of question what's the point. I I think it, it's a discless console, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, it, I think it's just meant to be if you want a a box under your TV that you can plug into an Ethernet cord and, and the television. But I I struggle to think why you wouldn't just stick with an Xbox One if that's all it's going to be there for at least until the stuff that's exclusive to series s and x happens yeah getty's got a problem with 4k 4k what's your problem with 4k you don't have that many kids get yourself an xbox one x w getty doesn't have that many k's getty can only really handle 1k maybe maybe a single k now, uh, Joel, this piece of news I wasn't aware of. Super Mario Maker for Wii U is losing internet functionality come March 31st. How pissed are your kids? F. F for respect. Yeah. Uh, actually, they have not really played the Wii U version. I've got it plugged in, and it's collecting dust, much like most people's Wii U's mm-hmm. were used. Uh, you know, it's, it's just kind of a bummer. The, the Wii U version was so crazy and weird like, uh, it had amiibo functionality in the ways that the new one doesn't. So you yeah. could scan the amiibo, and it would allow you to put a power-up into one of the question mark blocks, and it would turn Mario into that character. And it was it worked for all of them. Like, all of the amiibo they had out at the time. So it wouldn't be just be, like, Sonic. It would be pac-man it would be like marth <laughs> and so it made some for some really crazy levels in that way and not only that so it gave uh, us the super creaky creepy gangly mario Lawned mario yeah yeah no nobody wants to it, slender mario yeah it's, it's slender mario <laughs> so creepy I'm, I'm texting getty pictures of him there. no don't but, but <laughs> what do you i'm under attack if you see Slender Mario in a video, you've only got 24 hours to live. Well, I guess that's There's about to happen. That. <laughs> There's a documentary on that. Oh, man. Yeah, I, you know, Nintendo is very shitty about this kind of stuff, especially with Wii U because it was such a resounding failure. They seem to be emboldened about cutting the cord on that stuff earlier than later. So 
uh, look forward to all, all digital future once we get to that event horizon. All digital. All the time. Kitty, you love digital. I hate digital. Yeah, because you resell your games a lot. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'll let you borrow a Nintendo game, but not a PlayStation game, because i got to resell that back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. Now, 14K DPS. What are you guys thinking? Is that baller or not baller? I think it is. I don't... I don't. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't. I don't know anymore. Is there like a power scope creep in Warcraft where like it gets to like, it, like the DBZ thing where it's like the power level is a million kajillion? They did that, and now they because of that, I believe this new expansion they nerfed it all, like everything. They they made it so that like I think the highest level is what seventy. They did that. Yeah, they did that in the past with one of the other expansions. They were like. Oh, you were getting like a hundred or a thousand two hundred stamina on this chess piece. Now it's going to be fifty-seven, <laughs> and it equates to the same amount. All right. Does that just feel like a big step back when they do that? I don't know. Numbers have no meaning to me anymore. Fair. Hmm. Let let's let's ponder the meaning of numbers on our break. Be right back. And we're back. Back with the Backlog Blog, where we play games that we thought were cool and early adopters, and Getty decided he was going to play it a year later. Getty, you are bringing to the table this week Blasphemous. I thought Blasphemous was longer, but you kind of knocked it out in like three days. Tell me about Blasphemous. Blasphemous, you know, it was like, I think 10 hours, and I went for the true ending on it. So, mm-hmm. uh, Blasphemous, yeah. if you guys did not hear previously, it was in Early Adopters uh, about a year ago. This was, um, actually, it might have been longer than that. I remember it was like one of the first casts that I was on, and you guys were talking about it. Um, but what Blasphemous is, it's the Metroidvania, uh, but it's very, very gothic in uh, in its presentation. And uh, it has this horror element to it at the same time where it's uh kind of bagging on organized religion so you Mm -hmm. you take the role of um kind of the last surviving member of this church and you have been tasked with finding finding the uh the prophet or like the the effigy of god right now there you go. And uh, uh, it takes you all over the place. So you have to undergo three trials, which translates to three boss fights, where mm-hmm. you are collecting uh, these these items on your path to uh, to find God in in all reality. Uh, but what this game does really well is uh, the creatures. They have <laughs> a very just horrifying nature about them so you'll you'll fight like acolytes um but they won't be normal like it'll be a a skeleton that's wielding uh like a long spear but the spear is tipped with candles so it it kind of looks like he's using a man i I haven't been to church in forever candelabra kind of like a candelabra but really long and you'd use it to light the other candles in in church Uh, but they'll come after you with something like that or it'll be like a deacon that's sitting in this giant floating chair and he'll stab at you with like a pitchfork Mm -hmm. um but all of it is is like a shot at religion and uh, in a very dark way I, i really like this game uh, I I feel like I haven't played a, a Metroidvania in forever too, so mm. this was something that allowed me to like take a step back from 
from my usual JRPGs and the longer games that I, I've been playing and kind of like sink my teeth into it and try something a little bit different. Yeah, as, visually it is stunning. Like I've seen clips of people playing it and it is brutal. Uh, it's so detailed and grotesque like there are parts that are just absolutely grotesque in the clips that i've seen in that game uh on the scale of difficulty daddy i've, I've heard reference to it being compared to dark souls which we know is a trigger word for me <laughs> uh how close is it in compared to something like that are, are there really like precise dodges and and uh counter attacks you're having to perform you know is there the whole like dying and have to reclaim your souls thing going on so there's two elements that make it souls like dark souls uh there's the refillable health container and then when you die you lose part of your your energy bar and Mm -hmm. you can you can go about it two ways you can either go retrieve it from where you died or you can go to um like this room with a statue and you can pay the statue to give you that back um okay but if you do like i did and you go for the true ending you have to destroy all those statues and do the challenge room that's behind it so Mm. i guess the game since this has been out for a bit i have no problem with spoiling it and i'll i'll throw some spoiler warnings here uh there's there's two endings so if you go through and you destroy all these statues and you are able to to beat the challenge rooms then you yourself (laughs) turn into like the next basically the next miracle i think that's what they refer to it in the game (laughs) and it it happens that you take the sword that you've been using the whole game and you stick it into your chest and then you become a tree and then the people like remove you and they they take you to a temple and they worship you i guess uh, you can get the bad ending which is just uh you can't ascend the mountain uh because you didn't uh do what you're supposed to so you would just Mm -hmm. die cold and alone okay so you got the good ending i don't know if the it's a good ending i think that (laughs) there's two different endings it's just Mm. what people would consider to be true okay bad or worse (laughs) or maybe equally bad and one's just more elaborate i think one of them probably (laughs) either way it plays to the story so yeah and it doesn't really have like a huge impact on the overall gameplay doing these challenge rooms it wasn't like um revolutionary it was it was just that you would go into a room and you would have to kill four or five waves of monsters that it would toss at you and they weren't particularly difficult i'm not saying that because they were i i honestly i think there was one room that I died in, and it was because it had the spiked floor. And oh, okay. what are you going to do about that? You get hit once, you fly into the floor, you're toast. Right, right. Yeah, okay. I, I have been morbidly curious about this game. It's just there's too much on my plate right now. But It's it's real good. Oh. I, I I ended up getting it on sale. It was still like $15, which for me, I was like, uh, I don't know. But I do uh, remember the video that I saw, and... Uh, it's like right after the first boss, your character just takes his helmet and fills it up with the blood of the first guy that you kill and mm-hmm. then just slides it over his head. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> I think I, I told you this last week, Joel, but that just seems so sticky. Like, I don't, <laughs> I feel like it's not good for that, your That's real metal, though. Your skin it's and, real metal. Yeah, like hair follicles and, and everything. Okay. But yeah, but there's, there's more of that. There's, if I can... If I can steal a little bit or uh, time here, there's executions that you can do in in the game. Mm-hmm. If you get the the monsters down to a certain like status, it'll let you kill them to regain more energy. Okay, it's it's just really entertaining to see the the little nuances that they put into executions. I wasn't expecting it. Mm-hmm. Go play Blasphemous. And Joel, you just started your own. Yeah, you just started your own Metroidvania. Yeah, that that's probably the main reason why I won't get into Blasphemous yet. Um, I, I started Hollow Knight. Uh, Hollow Knight, yeah. 
I don't have much to talk about today. I, I'm enjoying it quite a bit so far within the hour and a half I've played. Uh, haven't run into too many things to complain about yet. We'll, we'll see as we drag on here. And, and surprisingly, like, Kelly's really into it too. So I might actually get her to play parts of it without uh, complaining too much. At least until it gets tougher. Okay. So that uh, was Blasphemous. I plan on playing it. I have it installed. I just kind of got to make the time to do it. That'll probably be after Battle Chasers Night War. So I'm playing Battle Chasers Night War, uh, colon Night War. Battle Chasers, okay, so first off, I showed this to Joel, and Joel said this art seems very familiar. Joe Madriera, who I have uh, explained in several occasions, I love his artwork. He is, uh, he, he's actually been a very prominent Spider-Man artist for a lot of his comics, mm-hmm. but also did uh, Darksiders, did the artwork yep. for Darksiders, has created Battle Chasers. Now, uh, Joel, the joke is he has done five issues of six issue of a six issue arc with Battle Chasers. Okay, so this is based off of a comic wait, wait, series. Wait. How long ago Hold. was that first comic released? Pulling it up right now. Uh, Battle Chasers started in uh, 1998. Wow. That <laughs> comic is not getting done. No. no. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, uh, The Umbrella Academy, which is now a hit on Netflix, uh, between book two and book three was, like I think, six years. So uh, some of these artists, they take their time, but Battle Chasers, uh, he has been taking his extreme time. And <laughs> just as a reference for all of that to continue... Battle Chasers Night War starts with your favorite rogue entourage of your guy with a sword, your big mech, your big, uh, big golem tank, your little girl who's got gloves, who is a tank. She, you know, she, uh, defends and, and taunts and all that stuff mm-hmm. and your m- drunken magician and your, your buxom bosomy, uh, rogue lady with two pistols. You know them, right, Joel? You know these characters. You've read the comics. These characters are together. And that's kind of what I mean. The story well, the starts... Tra- the trailer just jumped to, jumped to Red Monica uh, doing yeah. a real dead or alive boob shake there. So uh, there, there's that. And also the trailer, like the end of the trailer, cinematic one, that castle is real Castlevania looking. Yeah. Like straight yeah. ripped from the Symphony of the Night cover art (laughs) but the the big joke here is that nobody's read these comics and i think that if you can physically get your hands on a a copy of one of the printed comics they are Mm -hmm. worth a lot we have two we have two issues in my comic collection but the idea is that it starts in the middle like it starts oh your heroes are on a flying ship all of a sudden it crashes and all your characters are gone except for two people you better go find your crew you know your best friends and it's like what? Oh, so it presumes Wait. that you know what's happening yeah. in the comic series. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And that's why it's also kind of funny the title Battle Chasers colon Night War. It's almost like it's like this is a law. Lo- this is one of the many night, uh, uh, Battle Chasers games. It's going to be like seven more. <laughs> it's fine. It's very night presumptuous. <laughs> Th- that's that's where I'm like okay, got it. Night chase Night War. Got it. Battle Chasers Night War. Okay. But when I played this uh, game, I went into it not knowing any of that. I found out afterwards and the game doesn't do a bad job of introducing the characters and setting you on that path okay. no it doesn't it so it, you're you're on a you're on a flying ship you're all best friends and then you get attacked and you end up on an, an unknown an unknown land mass mm-hmm. and all of your friends have been scattered along the land mass you have to go recollect them and when you do there is a nice little back and forth like hey where you been oh no i'm drunk oh that's the drunken guy got it you know it's like it does bring the party back together okay is this turn-based yes yes okay all right the the gameplay is turn-based uh you know rpg a la a final fantasy a la a persona but it surprisingly goes deeper with a lot of D D roots which oh, is kinda, what kind of yeah. surprised me how so so you're you're in this dungeon and you're walking around you get into fights normal but then you'll find it'll be like it'll just be a shiny thing you click on the shiny thing and then it pops up a whole text like a, a pair a two paragraph text and you read through it and it'll be like 
oh, it's like you you walk up to this cell. The cell seems dingy and dank. Then a hand reaches out. Would you like to help him? It would do. Would you want to say yes or no to help him? He's asking for help, and you can pick yes or no. Mm-hmm. And doing so will then like it, it just it just starts an event kind of thing. I've had it where I, I helped a guy from a cell. Then yeah. I was in a separate dungeon ten hours later. And I walk into one room, and he's a skeleton lord. And he goes, "You helped me out of my cell. Now you have to be part of my undead army." And it's like, "Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a random boss fight uh-huh. that I could have missed entirely, yep. and I didn't want to do at the time. I skipped it because I didn't want to do it at the time. Mm. But it just kind of, it just happened. And they do that a lot, where it's you walk up to something, and then there's two paragraphs of text like." You are suspicious of this thing. He wants to talk to you about this thing. You think that this is interesting. What do you want to do? It's wow, like that's, but that's that's wild. But this is again one of the things that I liked about the game because it does a semi-randomized dungeon every time you go into the area, and mm-hmm. the way that it does it is so that you can, if you do it on the harder difficulties, get a better chest after you defeat the boss in that dungeon. So. You can you can do it on like the regular difficulty, but then if you do it on the harder difficulty, you go back in and it's different than the last time you you experienced it, so that it makes it more challenging. And they do again. This is a turn-based RPG. I, I had not known a lot about it, but they do a lot of they do a lot essentially. They do a lot with the D and D aspects. They do uh, in those dungeons. You will find a random cube, magic cube. Mm-hmm. That will say, give me an item. And you give it an item, and then it disappears. And if you find that cube in the dungeon, you will get uh, that that item. Say it's a green item, because they do the, the color scheme, the system. If you give them a green item, if you find them in the dungeon, it's a blue item. Yeah, it'll upgrade but that, your gear. Okay. But that also begs the question, are you going to go find the cube, or are you going to try to beat the boss and get out of there and continue the story? No, I'm going to go find the cube. Uh, w- <laughs> one of the conversations that we were having off the air is... Are you going to go after all the legendary weapons? And the answer for me is, I like the story enough that I would like to beat it. See, that's that's where know. we differ here a bit, because if I'm going to play a game like that, I'm going to try and complete it. I want to go balls to the walls. You go ham. I want, yeah. to get, mm-hmm. and that's, I want to get those legendary weapons. I want to be like, yeah. That's Joel. Joel, that's where I kind of want to discuss the crux of it is that this no-name game that starts mid-story yeah gives you the opportunity to they give you the map and it's very open and then it's only points it's like it's points on a map you walk along paths that have points of interest Mm -hmm. and you have to go throughout the story six dungeons but there are 15 dungeons on that map and each also dungeon when you go in gives you a, a easy, medium, and hard difficulty with different varying loot. Okay. So the game that I thought was like, oh, it's a basic, you know, turn-based RPG, not a big deal. It, it's actually like, we want you to replay this game at no minimum six times. Like, you need to replay this game a ton, and you need to go wild in it. You need to do new game plus. You need to... Do, it's like, what? Like, wow. I am impressed. And also overwhelmed. This game is grabbing uh, Alex by the collar and shoving it down. It like you need to have fun. If you're not having fun, then you shouldn't play this. And he's like, I don't want to have fun. You. Uh, <laughs> don't make me have fun. <laughs> I am having fun. It actually has become like a really nice like Netflix, Hulu. I'm gonna watch a show and just like grind because the game is grindy. Mm-hmm. For me, the game is grindy. I have I played through a whole dungeon, leveling up just fine. Like, I literally am taking down enemies throughout an entire dungeon. Every enemy I meet, I'm taking down in three, in two or three turns without a problem. I get to that boss, and it's insurmountable. It's not insurmountable. So what I have, you have to use what I'm character abilities. This, Come on, Alex. What I'm dating from this is that this is Alex being forced to eat his vegetables at the end yeah. of a meal. And for Daddy, it's scraping all the meat off the bone because yeah. you want to get it dry. Yeah. Yeah. And it, but, but what I am saying overall is that this game is impressive. And mm. it is not what I thought. It's surprising the amount of things it does. And it does well because those D&D moments are, are in fact surprising and, and have these interesting vignettes that give me new lo- There is a lot of lore 
There is a, yeah. you you find journals and articles, but it says how many there are, like one of five, one of seven, one of three. And when you find them all, they give you they give you loot. So it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Like I have to find all the loot despite I might not even read it all the lore. But it's it's all there to give you, you know, more incentive to do so. And the combat's very much you know, you need to have a your tank taunt and take and then and then take all tank all the damage, someone healing and then someone DPSing and doing all the the stat buffs. And the and the artwork is beautiful beautifully animated, especially in that comic book style. And it is voice acted all to hell in a really fun way that you saw the intro where it's got that like uh, that artwork that's yeah. how the cutscenes are okay cool cool yeah it i do like the way it looks it is it's got a good gradient of colors there's great lighting in, in the spaces that i'm seeing and uh, joe madriera actual... is known for those harsh angles if you yeah. notice big big hands big gigantic hands mm-hmm. that are way bigger than a normal person's hands yeah, I mean, well, it's like a diverse set of uh, environments, too. So, yeah, yeah, I, I liked everything about it that I see. I I have my doubts that I'll ever get around to it. Oh, no, of course. It's just but, it's just a fun thing for me that I I bought this because I like Joe Madriera and his artwork, just mm. like Darksiders. And uh, I did not know what I was getting into, and I am pleasantly surprised. Sure. sure. This game pleasantly is the shit, and I'm glad that Alex yes. is finally playing it. <laughs> Whatever I he says, it. I know he's gonna enjoy it. Wait, yeah, no, and you Switch? know, what? I played it. I played it for like the first hour, and I was like, I don't know, this is dragging. And then once I started getting those D and D moments, I was all of a sudden back in. I was like, Oh, okay, now I know what I'm doing. Oh, this is on Switch. Maybe I'll wish list this and then do it. Mm-hmm. it. Hey, well, you know, I can mail it to you. What do you have it for? He's got it on Switch. I have it for Switch. Physical, oh, really? Physical copies, not just yeah, for I'll show. Mail it to you. Yeah, let me finish it. Yeah, good deal. Cheers. It's yours. Now, uh, that was Battle Chasers Night War. Now, I wanted to post up a bonus segment. Super GG Radio Thanksgiving. We want to say thank you and happy Thanksgiving to all of our listeners, all of their families, and all of us who are being safe and taking care of each other. We do a lot to care about each other, and we care about you, the listeners, as well as our friendship together. And with that, we asked, uh, as we're recording tonight, uh, what are some things you are thankful for in gaming? Snap to cover, clearly marked grapple points, good healers. Tell us some things you're thankful for in gaming. Now, for me, uh, I like convenient save points, bosses with well-telegraphed patterns, and unlimited inventory space. Now, Joel, what are some things you are thankful for in gaming? Uh, I am thankful for Walmart saving me from buying an Xbox Series X tonight. Okay. Uh, I am thankful for... uh, uh, You know, I'm thankful for Metroidvanias that are a persistent thing in indie games right now. Because it means that there's always an option for something to try out in that genre. Especially since we haven't really gotten a good Symphony of the Night follow-up. Uh, notwithstanding Bloodstained, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I am thankful for a diverse set of fighters out there so that I can let go of Street Fighter and not feel too bad about it. There we go. Now, uh, Getty, what are you thankful for? I'm thankful for bug snacks. No matter how much you guys are going <laughs> to hmm and hide it. I like bug snacks. We all like bug snacks. I don't what is know the problem if it's here? my game of the Alex, year. specifically for that. <laughs> and and the developers. And then I mm-hmm. I would like to thank uh, thank our listenership. So thank you, other Alex, for continuously <laughs> listening to us. And Pop Agenda for giving us the code for bugs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big thanks for that because it's... It is not something that people should miss, and it's great to have the opportunity to talk about it. And uh, I would also like to thank Steam for being more lenient on their uh, nudity restrictions. (laughs) It's been a wonderful year. (laughs) 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 I'm telling you. Nudity notwithstanding, it, it has actually been a surprisingly For games, good year yeah. of video games. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, all, there was all the hubbub early on with the pandemic being like, oh, this is going to really mess with the year schedule. And, and for some games, it has. But for sure, in spite of in spite of that, there's been a really good clip of uh, bid titles as well as a lot of indies to sort of cover the spread between them. So I'm happy about that. Yep. Yeah, and I also I think that looking back at the year. It, it's not like, you know, uh, we're getting ready for Game of the Year where we just make lists of our favorite Game of the Year. But looking through it, it's not like it's it, 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 I'm my list is still I'm cutting things off my list. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's not like a oh crap. I only have nine games out of the ten games of the year. No, it's I have a full list that is still longer than what I need. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, based on... What is that, Caddy? <laughs> That's my dog. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, we posed this question on Twitter, and I just kind of want to pull uh, what we got from there. Uh, Gaming Fix is thankful that indies for, uh, for indies that can thrive, even back in the 360 PS3 era, the barrier to entry was pretty high, but these days, indie games are some of the best out there. Uh, yes, and I actually had posed a couple... Uh, indie games to them i i definitely would like to hear their take on things like welcome to elk mm-hmm. just because i i think that more people need to experience that one but uh joel again i i talked about you playing hollow knight yeah uh, one of my favorite indies there is a lot going on in that indie space and i think that people need to keep creating the weird well and, and comparing it to the stuff that was on 360 and playstation 3 that whole market has evolved into such a robust and complex ser- sets of games. Like, you think about the stuff like Super Meat Boy. It's a great game, but it's really simple in scope. Uh, stuff like uh, Misplosion Man, that was big on Xbox. Like, really simple 2D platformer, you know? Yeah. So it's... I, I'm really happy with how much more developed and... Uh, I hate to say professional, but like it really professional looking games are in that space right now. And it makes it to where you don't feel bad about spending $20, $25 on them either. Oh yeah. And that's completely true because I mean, again, from, from what, from what I've experienced just this year alone, some of the things that we have found it's, it's stuff that we've never seen before, right? Things that like new ideas, you know, new gameplay that we hadn't thought of before these are new twists new takes new things that are happening in the gaming space that should be encouraged yeah like yeah i i want to throw out carrion i didn't expect that i was going to play mm-hmm. a game like that this year and uh, oh, card I, battlers I, I i'd never in a thousand years when we started playing uh, when i when i was growing up playing games i thought that mm-hmm. 2d platforming was it but now card right. battlers. I I bought Griftlands. I I played. Uh, I don't know if I would consider Nowhere Profit to be a card battler, but it it's it fits that mold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a it, wish list uh, fights in tight spaces. Is it coming? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. Um, and then uh, you know, kill it with fire. You br- you know, you brought that one up, and that's like something that I had never seen before. Like that's just a funny mm-hmm. idea that is so quirky and clean but you know it has a way to, it has a space to explore and play in that that it, there's just so much that you can you can see in the world that uh, i just think that we need more people representing new ideas and obviously i mentioned welcome to elk so um damage boost podcast our friend brock over there uh moments moments like these uh is a clip of his uh, his sons uh, playing Fortnite together. His oldest is gone for the weekend, uh, but we can still play games with him and his brothers, even though we are hours apart. Also, grateful uh, he's grateful for amazing ex- voice actors in video games, examples being the guy who does the voice for Crane in Dying Light. So those yeah. are two really good things to be thankful for, uh, finding the, the chance to play with family. I know... Um, my sister-in-law asked me to set up a Zoom meeting so that all of our... I grew up in a big family with a lot of cousins. Mm-hmm. There was photos of us as kids. It's like seven of us, all right. as kids, hanging out, playing Mario Kart and Goldeneye together. And now all of, our, all of us have kids and all that stuff. So I'm setting up a Zoom meeting for all of those kids. The parents will put 
them all on Zoom, and they will be playing Mario Kart on Switches together. Nice. <laughs> and that's kind of the, that's what I'm saying is that you have a five year old, a seven year old, a nine year old. All we're all separate because of COVID. But mm-hmm. at eleven o'clock tomorrow, we will all be on Zoom, and they will be playing Mario Kart together. Yeah, it's little blessings about uh, our current world. Imagine being in the 1918 pandemic. <laughs> yeah, I would have gotten so much reading done back then. Yeah, you would. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Metal Gear or Outer Kevin uh, is thankful for photo mode. He sure has taken some really good artwork in 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 you know Red Dead Redemption Two. It, mm-hmm. I mean, not for not that guy. Despite his obsession with games, when he picks a game, he's pretty obsessed with it for long swaths of time, and that's all he wants to talk about. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two is beautiful. It sure is. Yeah, it is. That's one of those uh, I really want to try sometime. I just the time investment. Yeah, that's one of too them. much. That's that's one of them. And then uh, lastly, uh, our, well, uh, no, not last, second to last. Uh, our friend Richard, uh, who guested on an episode, uh, when you have to walk with or escort a character and they actually match your speed, thank, thank the Lord, the higher mm-hmm. power, for that. Uh, lastly, uh, Andre Cole, love you too, buddy. Uh, thankful for Super GG Radio. And we are thankful for all of our friends in Podcast Damage Boost, uh, Nintendo Main, Gaming Fix, and all of our other friends, Backstage Gaming, and the like. So if we missed you, we uh, are very thankful for you. Now, let's move on to one last thing. One last thing where we're going to one last statement, one last sentence, sending us into the weekday, and you into the weekend. Uh, I think we kind of hit everything with thankful for, uh, though... I am excited. I'm gonna set, I'm gonna introduce my mother to Jackbox and Among Us this weekend. Good choice, uh, Joel and Getty. You guys good, or do you have anything to add? I uh, I apologize, guys. Um, I'm taking a break from Final Fantasy VII remake for a week. Okay. How dare you? you know, yeah. Let him enjoy it. Age of, Cal- Age of Calamity. It, it, I I'm able to rent it and not spend sixty dollars on a Nintendo game, so I'm gonna burn through it. <laughs> Your local library. Yeah, no, 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 a family video. Family wow. video had one copy of it. Nice. Uh, it was in between their phone contracts and their CBD oil. Nice. So I uh, was able to uh, pick that up with my phone plan, did a Little Caesars and bring it home. and CBD you know, your night away. God, Joel, can I come out and visit <laughs> you? That sounds amazing. Little Caesars yeah. family video. This is... Oh, oh and... And it's they're right next to each other too. Like they're in the same building, <laughs> so it's like the obvious five five dollar you know take and go. Uh, Two dollar oh, movie yeah, we, rental, five dollar pizza, hours of yeah, entertainment. Daddy, come come out to Quad Cities. We still live in the nineteen nineties here. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> oh man! How about you, Getty? Uh, I feel like there is something that I was gonna say. Yeah. No, I, I guess I could be good for the week. Okay. Okay. And that will be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where we are streaming most days of the week outside of Wednesdays and Thursdays. Uh, Fridays is for Witcher. 2D Tuesdays has moved to Hollow Knight. Mm-hmm. Lord. And uh, we're still mining Mondays, racing Sundays, and... Kingdom Hearts Saturday. We're not far from the end on that. No, you're you're close. You're close. Yeah, last Push fight on. Push sucks, on. Though. Yeah. Great. Then move on to Kingdom Hearts too. Every yeah, single that... Kingdom Hearts intro song uh, slaps. I, I you know I saw a snippet of Kingdom Hearts three gameplay. It looks so much better. At, at least just, visually, it, it looks great. So mm-hmm. I, I can't wait to get to that. Honestly. <laughs> And if you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is superggradio at gmail.com. And provide a review on iTunes with a goddamn rogue that won't stop pulling aggro of your choice. <laughs> Who put that? that was always put me. in that? That's so That good. was always me. I can't control my crits. <laughs> I apologize to all the tanks that were involved. 
Thanks for listening. GG, Joel. Good game. GG, Getty. Good game. Good night, everybody. They did, do, uh, Joel. They did do that. They, the The level cap was one ten as of the last expansion, and now the current uh, level cap is much lower. Hold on. You know, maybe that's a sign they should just make a new game. No, uh, it goes up to sixty now. <laughs> it went from one ten to sixty. Oh my god, that definitely has to feel like a step back. What do you do? Are you coming yeah. up? That's I mean, even awful. if it was just, even if the scaling was the same when they mm-hmm. dumped the numbers down. For people who've been playing that long, it must have felt like a real tit in the nuts. Well, it does and it doesn't. I mean, you got to think that like that also shrinks down the scaling of all the stuff you used to do, so it should be like a lot easier. Sure. So it's like, oh yeah, Black Temple, do it at level thirty, nailed it. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. You just just go back to your vanilla server. Yeah, exactly. Is, is that thing still up? Classic. Yeah. Yeah, Wow Classic's okay. still going. But uh, they have a they have a new like they they've had a form now that's called it's not a feature it's not a bug it's a feature uh, because people <laughs> kept complaining about problems in WoW Classic and they're like no that's the way it was yeah that's the way it was yeah yeah go figure your memory of it is not as shiny and uh, sterling as you remember yeah okay uh, you gotta go bud. Yeah, I was going to say, Getty, did you want to do the whole next segment with your dog in your lap? No, you got to go. Ski daddle. <laughs> he's, what do you want? He just looked at me and he's like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> go. Get. He's asserting his dominance. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. He's been here five weeks and he owns the place. Not even. I think <laughs> yeah, it's four weeks. <laughs> There's so many videos of Getty dancing with his dog and his dog chasing with like a, a wine bottle that squeaks. It's a cute boy. I'll do that. He's a fluffy boy. Yeah, he knows. Oh, yeah. He knows what power he has. <laughs> Are you ready? Sure.